Hey, B. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Always. What's the one thing when we travel that we always make sure we find? Oh, coffee. You know, bad coffee makes my brain angry. And we've been a lot of places. We've had a lot of coffee. But when we're home, there's only one place that we get coffee from. Yeah. Hacienda Real in Costa Rica. We found this place when we were in Costa Rica a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a micro roastery using only Costa Rican beans. Their blend is a mix of Arabica and Peaberry. And if you don't know about Peaberry, you need to find out about it because mm. it is amazing. It takes all the bitterness out. All the bitterness out. And we place orders and it's shipped directly to our door. You can get light, medium, or dark roast. You can get ground. You can get whole bean. And it is roasted to order. So there is a date stamped on your coffee so you know when it was roasted and bagged. It's good for a year after you order it. And it is the best coffee that we have ever had. So click the link in our show notes or go to goldenbean.net and use the offer code COFCHR20 for 10% off your order. Hacienda Real. Keep your brain happy. Hey, Dante. Hey, B. Looking pretty smart in your undies. Thanks. I've been doing my deads. <laughs> oh, I can see that. But it's not just what's in them. It's what's on them. Oh yeah, I got on my smart-ass undies. They're not just super comfy. They've got cheeky motivations on them that keep me in the right state of mind. Oh yeah, like we could all use a little brain lift these days, am I right? They're also lovingly made from sustainable, low-impact materials. So we can love the planet and cover our asses all at the same time. Motivate your ass with smart-ass undies. Click the link in the show notes or on the Things We Love page on our website. And remember to enter the discount code CHEATINGONFEAR10 for 10% off your order. Smart ass undies. Cheeky and comfy. Hey everyone, this is Dante. And I'm Beatrice. And this is Cheating on Fear. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. This is a special one. Is it? It is. <laughs> it's special because it's a surprise to me. Well, it is a surprise to you, but we're also not in our usual recording location. No, that is true. We are in Montreal, Montreal. Yes. In La Belle Provence. Of Quebec. Quebec. And Can- we're Canada. here in Canada. Well, we're always in Canada because, you know. Yes, because we're Canadian. But we're here, we're here, we're here because... Darling B. <laughs> Is that like Darling Nikki? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> and B had kind of a big deal birthday. We won't say what the birthday is, but it's a big deal one. Thank you for not saying no. that. Unlike my mother at my birthday lunch to the waiter, she felt it was <laughs> Or imperative. random high school friends on Facebook. <laughs> Instead of wishing you a happy birthday, they have to put the, the They have to put the in. number in. Yeah. Thank you for that. Because <laughs> all these bitches know how old I am. <laughs> so I wanted to do this episode here because this is the tail end of our little little yeah, mini getaway. Yeah, we're leaving to, today. To I'm sad. We gotta I'm leave sad. today. Drive back yeah. back home. But I wanted to because I know this birthday has cast a shadow <laughs> over you, and I think over my youthful delusions. <laughs> well, I think what happens, and I think as a woman, and this is kind of gets into the meat of what I wanted to talk about today. Okay. Is what 
aging means, mm. why it scares us mm -hmm. so, so much, and is it different for men and women to age from a societal perspective, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's what I want to talk about uh, okay. today. Okay, yeah. And, and yeah, usually, usually I'm revealing to you what we're talking about, but this is a little flip today, so. Yes. So I have no notes. No. <laughs> So let's no see how it goes. I'm just double fisting coffee this morning. <laughs> from this beautiful little coffee shop around the corner from where yeah. we're staying. La Finca. La Finca. Yeah, they're great. They make yep, good they stuff. Had that everything. chai was fantastic. The cinnamon I you brought me a cinnamon bun this morning. I did. That was okay, get this, everyone. It's a cinnamon bun uh -huh. made out of Imagine you're about to make a croissant <laughs> and at the last minute you decide I'm not going to roll it into the little crescent roll shape. Mm -hmm. I'm going to roll it into and put some cinnamon and make it into a cinnamon and, bun. And some very finely slivered, or, uh, sliced almonds. Yeah. And then we're going to glaze it with... Like, yeah. But it wasn't sickly sweet, though. It no, was it was, it was fantastic. really fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. what was the other thing? Uh, or apple rhubarb turnover. Yeah. Also amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's really just, good. And I'm still warm, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were lining up as they opened, pounding on the windows. I mean... Give me my coffee! Yeah. Well, we had a, we had a little <laughs> bit of a scare last night. So. Yeah, but, but one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> this shrieking alarm goes off in the hotel. And we're trying to call the front desk to figure out what's going on. Clearly, it's a fire alarm. <laughs> but it's one o'clock in the morning, and we don't want to leave. We have so much stuff in here. Yeah. It was just like, like, we have four days' worth of... Clothes yeah, and toiletries. We're, we're not packed and, up, obviously. No, we leave and today. we're just like, what do we, what do we do? <laughs> do then, we leave? And then three three fire trucks show up, <laughs> and I'm sorry, we're on the 19th floor. Their ladders aren't coming to get us. <laughs> no. They were not big enough. No, and we. But were, it was a false alarm. Thankfully, but yeah. then it was one o'clock in the morning, then, and we couldn't get back to sleep. And our our central nervous systems were all fired up. Yeah. So we found a way to. Yeah, we sort of settle. Do that. Yeah. So this is the thing. I don't think, mm. I don't think aging, and I mean, look, I've only known you for a window of this time. Mm -hmm. I haven't known you your whole life. No. But the bee that I know does not appear to have changed in any negative way as long as I've known you. And certainly, <laughs> as certainly crossing this, crossing this threshold. That's exceedingly kind. Yeah. Well, but crossing this threshold, I don't, I don't see, and I don't, I don't expect that you have a birthday and then all of a sudden it's like the clock struck midnight and everything, you know, you turn back, the carriage turns into a pumpkin and <laughs> the footmen are mice again. Like, I, I don't, I don't imagine that that's how that goes. Not just a pumpkin, but turning back into a Halloween pumpkin where it's now December 2nd. Oh, right. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like those mid-November pumpkins that are yeah. left out on the front yard. Right? Yeah. You just start to dissolve into the ground. Uh, yeah. But, but you, you've been... And understandably so, been preoccupied with what this means. And I think a large part of that isn't from your own, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think this is coming from your own, like, oh, I'm getting old, my, my joints are creaking or whatever. I feel like it's that perception of, of how you will be viewed by the rest of the world once you've crossed that, that age Rubicon. Yeah. And, you know, there have been all sorts of, I mean, who's that? Paulina Porkova? Porkova, yeah. Porkova, who's how old? 56. 56. And I don't know if, like, TikTok's 
just feeding you no it's not tiktok was it in news no it was in, on instagram oh on instagram okay so i don't know if that's it's the oh algorithm the news story about her the apple, yeah there was an apple news story it about just her. seems yeah. to be that whether whether or not this is internalized or externalized it seems like you're being inundated with women and aging <laughs> well i may have looked up a couple things and then, and then and then it just and, and then, then it just it just fed it to you or, or your phone listens to you and then it's just nothing but the same shit right You're right. From a physical perspective and a physiological perspective, I think a lot of people notice aging based on things they can no longer do or things that their body is doing that it never did before that aren't particularly pleasant. You know, the the creaking when you get up in the morning, the sore joints, the, the weight gain, the brain fog, like all of that kind of stuff. And I'm very lucky to... I think genetics plays a small part in it but I also I engage in a lot of high intensity vigorous exercise I think that's a big part of it I think it's a huge part of it I mean I've been doing CrossFit since or you know functional strength training high high intensity (laughs) interval training since 2006 kind of before it was Cool. I mean, it started in 2002 or 2004. Or yeah, something. but at what point did the joke of, like, how do you know if your friends yeah. do CrossFit? Yeah. They'll tell you. Yeah. Like, and at now, what point did that now, become a reality? And now that name is mud, basically, yeah. because people at the top are assholes. Turns but, out, yeah. But doing that, and I've been doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for a long time now. Yeah, you're going almost 10 years of that, right? Yeah. And training with people half my age. Twice like my size. At, at the jiu-jitsu gym. Yeah. Right. You know, things that are like super, super boring. Like, I think a lot of people are, are looking for hacks. Sure. Everybody for, wants a life hack. For aging yeah. and, and productivity. And the hack is, it, it's not sexy, but it's super simple. You need to move every day. Mm-hmm. You need to watch what you put in your pie hole. You got to get some sleep. And, mm-hmm. you know, try not to abuse yourself too much with alcohol and like if you're i don't know who of y'all out there are still smoking but you should stop they're all here in montreal that's (laughs) that's where they are there's a lot of smokers in montreal and young smokers too yeah it's so shocking i I, i'm just not used to seeing people smoke on the street anymore there's Mm -hmm. very few where we live like that seems there's people that vape but i i find there's not a lot of people who smoke cigarettes i didn't see a lot of vaping here they just i no, they're just, just smoking just cigarettes just smoking cigarettes uh, it's, it's like young girls yeah, walking along it's and, shocking yeah. I, and we're just like we walked through a few clouds of smoke on our way home from dinner last night yeah. and it was just like what is happening mm-hmm. but those things are so 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 important and managing your stress and mm-hmm. i think that's that has been another big thick layer over top of this birthday mm-hmm. is unwittingly and unwillingly participating in a global pandemic that's, yeah. that's gripped us all for the last 18 months. And, and kind of put everything on hold for that time as well. And I think there were, not I think, I know, there were a few moments, especially over the winter time, where I just felt like time was slipping through my yeah. fingers and that time was being stolen from me. Mm-hmm. And thinking, you know, when you're 22, a couple of years out of your life isn't a big fucking deal. Like, who cares? Then you're 24. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, the the you waning on a couple decades. the waning the waning years to a, a a decade 
a notable decade and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? It's those zero birthdays. I think the we, zero birthdays. We, yeah. we, we place a lot of importance on a new decade. Yeah. Because I think we, even yeah. though you're, you're like the day after your birthday, it's you're not still like, the same. you're still the same person. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think we imagine that, you know, there's going to be this instant change mm-hmm. and the reality is you're exactly the same as you were the day before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm very different from my last zero birthday. Yes. So I think Positively. that that thank you. That's a a more worthy perspective right. is looking at what you've learned, how you take care of yourself, how you take care of people in your life, how can you be a better human? That's that's kind of the goal at this point, right? Like when you you're like how how can I I really don't imagine going I think I'm good now. I think I've done all the learning I need to do no. and all the reading I need to do. But that's and a all type the- of person, though. There are people who are like that. It's just like, I, yeah, I'm i done. Like, there are the ones that are like screaming at each other on Facebook. Well, about, yeah. But- I mean, the last 18 months on social media, I'm sure you can pick out a oh few people God. that you it, might know that are is, like that. It is a flaming hellscape yeah. of stupidity and ignorance. And there is no end to it. There's always fresh ignorance on social media it's absolutely insane and i really you know i'm going to apologize in advance to my american friends but i feel like that cult of trumpism has really brought a lot of the perfect storm of you and i are are listening to that audiobook about QAnon. yeah the coming storm i'll put a link in and it's good for this drive and the the combination of things sometimes it's it's so fascinating this is why i study history when you look at the perfect storm of like QAnon and Trumpism and COVID and, you know, very, very rapid social change, Mm -hmm. it can sometimes bring out the worst in people. Sometimes it brings out the best in people. Like you're kind of stunned by the things that come out of it, but, but also you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? And and it's been, it's been very amusing to me. And I think anybody who lives in a country where, socialized medicine is a thing Mm -hmm. to hear people who are protesting public health measures and then using unwittingly support for socialized medicine (laughs) as the reason that they're like being upset like they just want to give you a vaccine for free why don't they give you insulin for free why don't they give you chemotherapy for free and you're like yeah they and should we're be doing that going, going, yeah. yeah bro that's they, yeah. that's right you we're, just thank you for just make for making the argument the bernie stickers are in the back but we're yeah. glad you're here right you know like <laughs> yeah i mean we're kind of getting off topic yeah, but i think but i think it's it's because when you get to a certain age you can look back over the last few decades and and see real change yeah and real change in yourself, like things that are are different about you and the way you saw things, and and you know, only now am I am I getting a real full understanding of how fucking self obsessed I was in my twenties. Right. You know, we you all go, were. and and now and now I have two sons that are pretty much in their twenties, yeah. and they're a lot more thoughtful than, than I you were was at that age. Yeah, I was a little bitch. <laughs> And, and to look at how they see things right. and, how, and and their their sensitivities and their openness about some things, not 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 yeah, other but things. they'll get there. I, it's it's this is the what is what do they say? Youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> yes, right. And yeah. I think we don't focus enough. There's too much about aging 
about all the things you can't do anymore mm -hmm. that you're too old for. You can't wear this type of clothing. Mm -hmm. You can't do these type of activities. Mm -hmm. But I think if you reframe it, kind of what you were just talking about, where you can take that wisdom of a life lived mm -hmm. and continue to do things to keep your body and your mind sharp mm -hmm. and and young then you kind of have you're kind of invincible right by the way just ignore the way dante's talking right now the zero birthday that i had was not 80 <laughs> well you know you keep doing things to keep your mind sharp but i absolutely i've seen too many people who retire mm -hmm. and then slowly die on a couch or quickly die or quickly die on a couch people men and women mm -hmm. who were while they were working, were vigorous mm -hmm. and and active mm -hmm. and youthful. Yeah. And you give them a couple of years of 24 hours a day CNN on a couch, and you're like, what the fuck and they happened? And they literally and figuratively shrivel up. Yeah. yeah. Like, my grandmother is 94 this year. Wow. Nonna. My nonna is old as fuck. She is. And this chick... Can't hear her worth anything. Her hearing sucks. Well, I but can identify with that. She flies up and down stairs. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Like it's unbelievable. She's and, like a bird. And in her like eighties, late eighties, she would walk 20, 30 minutes a day to go get a coffee at one of the local coffee shops. Right. And I would pass her in January, mm -hmm. driving, and it's cold as fuck. She's all bundled up. And I'd ask her, "No, I don't need a ride. It's okay. I'm gonna walk. <laughs> like this is just what she did." And I yeah. think that's. That's what we should aspire to is to be able to be in our 90s and be able to walk around and do stuff and not be bedridden and not not enjoy life. And what's the point of living that long if you're going to be doing it from the four walls of a room? Like, it just doesn't make sense. And this is the thing. I, I'm going to I'm going to quote my dear friend, Jonna, who has a fantastic account at Soul Searching and Squad. OK. Yeah. We've talked to Jonna before. And she that's right. She has quite a bit of material about how especially women i can't speak for men but how well, we're we, gonna get into that how we should on ourselves we need to stop shooting on ourselves right. we should we should do this we shouldn't do that we we at this age and this and this is what i have been sort of railing against over the last bit what you should and shouldn't be doing at certain ages and there's all kinds of stupid ass um news stories you know what you shouldn't be wearing after 30 what you should yeah. be doing after you know how your skincare changes and how your 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 fashion choices change and your heel height and your and and i'm here to say fuck that you're gonna wear stilettos till the day you die i'm aware whatever the fuck i want crop tops are back i'm here for it mm -hmm. i don't care i haven't worn a bra in three days i love it my, my boobs are happy. Yes, they are. You're happy. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> and it's just I'm gonna I'm gonna do and wear what makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if other people are gonna judge me for that, that's okay because women get judged at every age, at any time for whatever they're wearing or not wearing. And I realized I think I should on myself more in my 30s than I'm than I'm doing now. Do you think because you were also a mom, uh, yeah, a, mom. a young a, or a new mom, a younger yeah. mom at that point? Oh, yeah. Do you think that's that, you had that additional pressure there is on it? So there, and we're gonna have Dr. Fisher come back and talk about this in depth. But when you are a young mom, 
and I don't mean like you're personally young, like you have young kids, you can do whatever is good for you. There's a lot of pressure yeah, of, of what that means now. And I think as a mom, you shouldn't be dressed like this, or as a mom, you shouldn't be doing that. And and a, a, a lot of people in our society fail to recall that moms are still people. <laughs> yeah. And how you're dressed doesn't have any bearing on what kind of a mother you are. No. And, or what kind of, you know, you asked me an interesting question this morning about if I had still been married, if I hadn't gotten divorced. Because you've been divorced about 10 years now. I've been divorced 10 years now. Yeah. So kind of you bookending this last (laughs) decade and the zero birthday. Coincidentally, I started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu a few months after after my divorce. This has been a pretty big. Yeah. 10 years for Yeah, you. pretty much. And I look at, you know, could I have started jujitsu earlier? Mm-hmm. Would there have been as much opportunity for me? Would I have been caught up in what my husband at the time or what other people would think of, mm-hmm. of that? I think it's a lot more prevalent now, uh, women being in combat sports and things sure. like that, because yeah, I think like, pre-Ronda Rousey, yeah. it's, it would have been a tough sell. Well, they were just WWE divas and stuff like that. That was, yeah, that was which, all that like, we... Yeah, which, like, no shade, yeah. you know. But it was entertain- sports entertainment as opposed to yeah. athletics, right? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, I, I think in certain ways it kind of pisses me off that it's taken me this long. Mm. But it's like, I, we do not care. I'm going to wear what I want. I, I work hard. I, and you know what? Even if you don't. Like, be happy with your body and and be grateful for, you know, this body that you have that works and gives you all these experiences. You, you wear whatever the fuck you want. We, one of the things that we did while we were here in Montreal mm-hmm. was go to oh. this spa. It was like an outdoor spa. Yeah, right? it's an outdoor spa on, on a boat and it had these gardens with like a water circuit so mm. hot pools and cold pools and mm-hmm. things like that saunas and saunas swinging chairs yeah little and basket chairs hammock chairs and, oh, it would, yeah. and, and bean bags to sit out on yeah. and loungers and stuff it was great it was phenomenal and one of the things when you get there they make you do is put your cell phone in your locker yes so that the entire time that you're there whether you're getting a massage or you're eating in the restaurant or you're out by the pools or anything like that mm-hmm. you don't have your phone mm-hmm. I saw one person with a book okay um, out by the pool okay and the rest of the time it was just people right and you said something interesting to me when we were talking about this was we were doing our people watching which mm-hmm. we haven't been able to do in a long time oh my god it was fantastic was that all, the most obvious reason to not have cell phones is, is so that you're not distracted yes you can be in be. that in in that moment and disconnect and be quiet yes yeah because the silence is part of it right they don't want you being but also obnoxious i think a little bit i mean because most people are quiet when they're on their phone but mm-hmm. like but like quiet in your mind too yes. just to but when there's not everybody with a camera mm-hmm. you don't have to worry like there, there's a level of judgment that goes away because nobody but the people there for the time that you're there will see what's there. Mm-hmm. There's no record of it. Right. As nice as it would be to put, you know, a picture on the gram of, of, of you lounging by this beautiful pool mm-hmm. and in all surrounded by all this greenery and mm-hmm. stuff. You can't 
do that. Can't do that. I no. mean, from a marketing standpoint, it's brilliant because it means their their social media feed is very heavily curated to yes. exactly the image they want to yeah. they want to project, and I think it reflects what was there. Absolutely, it was a great great spot. Yeah, yeah. But for the people that go there, mm-hmm. there's a I think a little bit more of a it might even be subconscious, just a freedom of I'm just going to be here, and we saw. All types. Yeah. All shapes, all sizes, all colors, all ages. But there seemed to be a comfort there. Everybody like seems very, very... That you don't see at a lot of other places. And I think because... Like, how many places have we been in the last few years where it's like, oh, look, somebody's doing this for the gram. Oh, mm-hmm. look. and Or we've had to wait to... <laughs> to, to walk past to, something. To walk past something or to take a photo or to stand at a lookout because you have people... You know, doing group photos for for Instagram or Tinder or whatever the fuck they're doing. When <laughs> we were in Alberta, oh my god, we were in the Rockies and, 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 and the, the group of guys. The Brosifs were, were like they, they were. It was twenty minutes because in the they best were, spot because <laughs> they were all trying to jump at the same time. <laughs> and when you remove that, and you just have people talking to each other, looking around, or just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. It yeah. was really nice to unplug. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was a beautiful spot. And yeah, I you felt I personally felt a lot less self conscious knowing that there weren't cameras in everybody's hand. Mm. You know, like and and this is not something that you've experienced, but and I haven't been in a commercial gym in a long time, fifteen but years. But we see enough of it but, on TikTok. Yeah, and stuff I've like seen that. I've seen lots of there's there is a huge issue with people covertly taking photos of other people working out while you're in the gym and it's like what is that shit yeah and just that hyper vigilance that as a woman you need to employ because of people saying things to you going to touch you taking photos of you mm-hmm. and i don't think you realize how exhausting all that is and how much mental energy that that requires until it's removed yeah and that is definitely what made that experience so amazing and relaxing was that nobody had a phone mm-hmm. no one i mean i had a moment where i needed to get a hold of you while we were in the change rooms and yeah I well, couldn't, and i like <laughs> I, panicked cool because i had the backpack with all of our stuff in it and i'm like <laughs> okay so we're gonna get changed and we go into our respective change rooms and yeah. i'm like that i do my thing and like everything's great and i come out and you're just sitting there I'm like, you have this, and you have this, and you have this, and I need this, and I have this, and this. And I was like, oh, shit, why didn't you tell me? And you're like, because we're underwater. There's no cell signal yeah. here. I tried. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but, what do we, it's the 70s. What do we do? We just go back to where we came, where we, yeah, where we came in. Didn't and, I say that yeah. to you? I was like, yeah, because you're so used to being able to. Gen re- X survival strategy. <laughs> We're so used to being able to just reach whoever we need at any given moment. When you can't, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, how do I communicate to this person that I need my stuff? Well, I guess I just go back to where we came in and I'll just wait there. Just wait. Until he comes out. He'll come out eventually. And it seemed like an eternity. Yeah, sorry about that. But but it was fine. But yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're right. It was back to 1977 where we can just fucking, it's like, well, we'll just wait. It was just, all you were missing were the earth tone bell bottoms and, uh, and they're around. They're, they're back around they're again. Around. Yeah. So you mentioned at the top of the show about the difference between how men and women are perceived with aging. <laughs> that was exactly where I was going next. Oh, so really? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the next thing. See, this is why. Yeah. Yeah. The pressure on men and women is very different 
different. I know when I crossed my last decade birthday, the pressure I felt was not about me getting older. It was more about where I was in my life and what I wanted the rest of my life to look at. But I feel that women... Well, I'll talk about women. You talk about men. Okay, well, that's that's what I think. Like For me, that's what it was because I don't feel that men in general are judged on their youth the same way that women are. Some of our favorite pieces of shit in the manosphere, yeah. they all share the same sound bites because they don't have any imagination. Yeah. And you hear this trope over and over again. Men age like wine, women like milk. Oh, so distasteful on so many levels. Yeah. And I know we talk about TikTok probably more than we need to, but there's a whole genre of TikTok videos of showing celebrity men and how they age mm-hmm. and how like even Steve Carell is a is getting handsome better devil. <laughs> yeah. And no shade to Steve Carell. He's, you know. No, but but but, but he's but, aging very well. I mean, if you look at him in the office, yeah. He's he's a doofus yeah. basically. Yeah. And and you look at him now or even like in, or the, in the morning, morning show. show. Yeah. And his most recent kind of TV thing. And 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 I we've seen them on with Ryan Reynolds, Keanu Reeves, right? Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. That gets reinforced over and over and over that men come into their own. Mm -hmm. And, you know, looking at there are phases allowed for men. You know, you have the boy phase, you have the teenage phase, the young man phase, and then you have the man phase where they, they, you know, they fill out and... They, they get scruffier and, and more chiseled and yeah, right? Like that, that sort of, he's a, now he's a man. Well, their life experience that they show on their body is seen as a plus. Yes. Crow's feet on a man and a, and that salt and pepper beard and a tanned face, like a Robert Redford kind of mm-hmm. look is, I don't know if aspirational is the right word. <laughs> But I think universally, people would look at that. The, the reaction wouldn't be, oh, he's not aging well. But you see gray hair on a man, and it's sexy. Mm-mm. Okay. Right? I guess. Well, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but yeah, you're right. Like, I think a lot of, a lot of there, there is, there's very little fear from a man's perspective of aging. I think with the exception, two exceptions, one, losing your hair. Yeah. Which you just got to lean into that shit. Sure. Two, what happens to your dick. Yeah. 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 If you have a full head of hair and your dick's working. It's almost like we can start doing this podcast like by ourselves Mm -hmm. where it's like you do a turn, I do a turn because it's like, (laughs) but wouldn't you say that's true? Those are pretty much the only two things that that will strike fear in the heart of men as they age. Strike fear in me. I mean, you're not worried about the hair thing. Well, I mean, I'm tracking better than my dad did, but you know, it's not, it's... I'm not invincible, <laughs> let's just say. Like, you're rocking the Jon Snow right now, and I'm here for it. I... You should see, you know who you know who's rocking that better than anyone? Georgie? No, it, well, yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin Smith's new He-Man uh, series on oh, Netflix. Yeah? Man at Arms, Duncan. Yeah. When they get to him a, cu- a couple episodes in. Is he's... it a live action? No, 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 oh, no. it's okay. cartoon, but oh, okay. he's got like... Like oh, chef's okay. kiss, like oh, half, okay. half up, half down. Oh shit! Okay, scruffy beard. Yeah. Doesn't The Witcher do that too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Henry Cavill again. Yeah, he he does that as well. He keeps coming up for me. <laughs> yeah, it's 
it's different. It's different for men, and I don't, and I and and I can't speak to how difficult it must be for women to have this expectation put on them that they are going to look a certain way and be kind of immutable or unchanged. Otherwise, they're not worth it anymore. Right. Well, this this is the other, you know, another dark point from the manosphere is that women hit their peak at 22 and then their their worth ticks away by the minute because the older they get, the less desirable they are to I'm doing air bunnies. Mm-hmm. Top shelf men. High value men. High value men. Ugh. Ugh. And it it depends on what kind of day I'm having. Mm-hmm. That either makes me chuckle to myself or that's what this is the thing. It's not that it strikes fear in me because I'm I'm afraid I'm not going to be desirable to men because that's just bullshit. There's all kinds of men who are attracted to all kinds of women right. at all, yeah, at all different pot. times yeah, yeah. for all different reasons, okay? Yeah. So, but when I talked about there being acceptable stages for men, that doesn't seem to be true for women. No. So I, I think I've said to you before at my darkest moments, like women are either fuckable or invisible. Right, yeah. And when you get to a certain point, media starts to send you the message that you are disappearing like Marty McFly in the photograph <laughs> if he doesn't fucking get that shit done. If he doesn't get his parents together, right? Yeah. And I think I think a lot of that is marketing. Mm-hmm. If you look at the products that are marketed to women under the guise of anti-aging. Right. Or reverse aging. Yeah. And that is impossible. Or age stopping, age defying. The only way to stop aging is to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's just how you age is the is the only the yes. only variable. And to send half the population a message that it is somehow a failure on your part to age is is absolutely ridiculous. And we've we've talked about this before, you know, when you see celebrities in Hollywood that have Ravaged their faces. Oh my God! You showed me. This is this is appropriate because of our release schedule for the episodes and stuff. But you showed me a still on Instagram of some of the cast members from the Sex and the City reboot. Mm -hmm. And if we needed yet one more example that women can't win, yes, they're a perfect example of Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Never mind whatever the motivation was to go and reboot the series with three quarters of the cast or any of that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But if you age gracefully and look your age, you're too old. Right. If you do something to try and stop that or change that, you look like you've done something to try and stop or change that. And you also look your age but just a ghoulish version of that right like charlotte the character the actress that plays charlotte in this in this still is almost unrecognizable Mm -hmm. compared to the charlotte in the show Mm -hmm. which wasn't that long ago no it was like 15 years ago when it ended 18 years ago when it ended more or less like the movies no the tv shows Right, okay. Because yeah. in the first movies, they more or less looked... The same. The like, same. the first movie was 2008, so... Right. 
That was yeah. 10 years after the show aired, right? First aired. First aired. And now. Yeah. I know. And and you're I, I and, think And you, what what can they do? You 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 can't fix the fixing. You can't go back. Yeah. No. <laughs> and thank you for saying like we'll put that we'll put that into, you know, women can't win. Because yeah, what do you do if you were in Hollywood? And and this is you mentioned Polina Portskova at the top of the show as well, and she has very publicly railed against She's a model? She was a model in the 80s. Oh, okay. I guess she's still a model. Would, would she be considered she, a supermodel? Oh, yes. Like she a Sidney Crawford, Naomi Campbell? I can't believe you don't remember this, this woman. She was married to Rick Ocasek of the Cars. And okay. she was in their most famous video, you might think. Okay. And she was... Actually, no, she wasn't. She was in Drive. Do you remember that one? Do you remember? The Show movie? Two? No, no, no. The, the video. But <laughs> okay. No, probably not. You're showing your age. But anyway. <laughs> I haven't had a big birthday yet. A lot of people, if you look her up, you'll remember her and you'll go, oh shit, yeah, that's right. She she was considered a supermodel, like with, with all the, she was big in Sports Illustrated as well. Like okay. She was a, she was a, like Elle McPherson, she was okay. a, a, a. Kathy Ireland, like that, that kind of yes, vintage. Yes, pretty yeah. major okay. uh, bikini model. Right, okay. And she rails against all of that. She's like, I, I, I don't want to do stuff to my face. I don't want to feel like I have to do these things. I'm fucking 56. Like, get the fuck over it. And... And looks fantastic. She does look fantastic. She looks after herself. And yep. I think... You know, and it's not just... I think those, just, those ingredients of exercise, sleep... Yeah, and stress. also... Stress reduction. Yeah. But also just being comfortable with who mm-hmm. you are and where you are. I don't... I, I think I said this to you the other night. I don't look 20. And I don't want to look 20. It's fine. I've been 20. It was painful. <laughs> My 20s were painful. And I'm, I've learned a lot in the intervening years. I, I don't feel like I look quite my age but that's okay like I I just want to do the best that I can with what I have and treat myself well and however I look I look Mm -hmm. but I think how you feel is really really important and walking like yeah you know and this is the thing wearing clothes that make you feel good and doing things that make you feel good and being around people that make you feel good and I think that's that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned as I age and through this pandemic as well is that you need to get rid of toxic people in your life Mm. and it doesn't matter if they're family or friends or people that have been around forever it's we don't have time (laughs) we don't have time for that shit and I think so many that's another way that women are socialized is to well you know they're family I don't give a fuck fuck that shit yeah yeah Remember when um, we were talking about the misinterpretation of blood is thicker than water? Yeah. So a lot of people use that trope to justify... That family comes over everything else. Putting up with bullshit from family because Mm -hmm. they're family. Well, blood is thicker than water. And that's actually not what that means. The full thing is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. And so what that means is that your chosen family, those people that stand next to you every day and fight with you and support you, that is your, that is the stronger bond. Never mind the people that, you know, just happened to be around when you were born. Share your genetics. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying like, you know, 
family doesn't matter at all. Of course it does. There are shared roots and history and and but if these are people that make you feel like shit all the time, then no. But our chosen family is so much more carefully curated, to use your word. Mm-hmm the people that you choose to have in your life, that is going to determine the quality of your life Mm -hmm. going forward. Esther Perel is very clear about that. The quality of your life is based on the quality of your relationships, period, the end. And I think anybody that's been in shitty relationships, whether they be romantic, friendship, familial, can attest to that. Mm -hmm. That once that influence is removed, you're like, it's like when you stop banging your head against a brick wall, you don't realize how good that feels. <laughs> Where you go, wow, I didn't realize how much that hurt until I stopped until doing I it. Until I stopped doing it, yeah. And for me, that's been a, a major feature of aging where I make choices about what I want my life to look like and who I want in it and how I want to conduct myself. And very few people have influence on me as far as the choices that I make for me. And, and my children are adults now, so they're, you know, in metric. essence, making their own decisions. Yeah, yeah. And so I have more mental energy to assess and look at what it is that I want moving forward. And I think it's also a good example for my children. And my younger one, you know, isn't that expressive yet i don't know if he'll get to that point he has his moments but my older one is a lot more expressive and 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 introspective when it comes to this kind of stuff and and he'll say things like you know you have a great life and it's not a oh, must be nice but it's a it was almost an expression of thank you for not making me feel like i'm abandoning you mm. or i have to i have to act a certain way or see you a certain amount so that i don't have to feel like you're lonely yeah it's like you have to keep mothering him until he's married and has kids and lives on his own, and then you can live your own life, sort of thing. Right. Or, but but then I can be grandma and I can do all those <laughs> things. And, and where my entire purpose is mothering these two boys and having your own life and your own interests and your own circle, I think is really important to take the pressure off of your children yeah. to feel like. They're responsible for you now. Like, that's not fair. They have their own life's yeah. lives to live. And I I like that you and I have so many things that we do and like to do and go, places to go, that my children don't feel like, oh, my God, I need to worry about mom. I need to go and visit mom, and I need to do this for my mom. And yeah. No, you don't. Now, now my son and I, he moved out earlier this year, and now we do FaceTime ambush. Yeah. He just ambushes you all over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then and then is like why why are you in a bathing suit again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz it's summer, bitch. Yeah, that's, that's why. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I feel like I talked for a long no, time. No, that's but. okay. Cuz the last thing I wanted to the way I wanted to wrap this up was to ask you now 2 or 3 days post birthday. Mhm. How are you feeling compared to whatever anxiety or worries you had before? How are you feeling now? And what is your perspective? You've kind of given it a little bit, but what is your perspective on what the next 10 years are going to look like for you? Oh my God, I don't even want to think about the next zero okay. birthday. Then just, no, but that's okay. I, I mean, 
I don't know. When would you say was the worst point? Like, what was the roughest point coming up to this? I think here in Canada, in the part of Canada, like in Ontario, when we were in the thick of that third wave. Mm, Like in in like. like March, Late March, early April. April, when it looked dire. Mm-hmm. There were vaccines, but it wasn't the rollout wasn't happening fast enough for everybody's liking, mm-hmm. and case counts were getting out of control, yeah. and it just the world seemed like it was crashing down. And that's when I think that stolen time thought process was at its worst for you, mm-hmm. where it was just like, I, what's what? Like I don't have a lot of time left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm only going to be cute for so much longer. Right? Yeah. Like that's. Sort of, I think that's when it was probably the worst. And I don't know if that if it would have been the worst a few months before your birthday, anyways, mm-hmm. or if it was exacerbated by mm-hmm. by the pandemic. Or yeah, I don't. I don't know. I definitely feel like. But you're here now, and so I'm here now. I definitely feel like getting jujitsu back improved your mood. Improved my mood dramatically. Yeah. It. it, it when that when the gyms opened up here. When the jujitsu gyms opened back up here or in Ontario in mid-July, within days, my mental health improved more than anything else I had done the previous 16 months to try and and shore it up. And it's not that you weren't training, but you you weren't training with your sensei in the gym that that had been your place for so long. Right. right? And I I felt at that moment I understood that, or I had that sense that everything else that I had been doing before going back to the jiu-jitsu gym was just keeping my head above water right, for yeah. the most part. Like, well, there was a lot of anxiety of what if it never opens again? Yes. And and not just because health restrictions wouldn't allow it, but what if the gym couldn't survive Right. Yeah. another six months of a lockdown or something like sure. that? And I think once it opened, you could let that anxiety go, right? Yeah. And I think just like, because we're human, we're stupid. There's a lot of things where we just don't realize how important they are until we don't have them for any length of time. Right. And so learning that about how important this really is and how critical it is to my mental health, my physical health, even social. Even Mm -hmm. though there are politics and weird shit at every gym, it's still there's still lots of people that I missed. Right. And missed training with. And so reestablishing those relationships was like a salve mm. as well. It doesn't seem as sca- just like lots of things when you when you finally get there. When you finally get there, it's like, oh, this isn't so bad. Yeah. I mean, it's been three days. I, I don't think I I don't think I have any new wrinkles so far. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't think so. listen, if I can tell, like, say anything to the brave ones out there for those of you that are like, you know, in your twenties or anytime actually yeah like never too never too late to invest in your future. Sunscreen, sunscreen, yeah. sunscreen, sunscreen. Forget all of your like. Age defined mm-hmm. sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Yeah, that is protect like, your skin from sun damage. Yes, <laughs> wear a hat if you're going to be hat. outside. Yeah, protect your face. Yeah, future you will thank you for it. Yes, Pro- protect your chest. Yeah, your decolletage. Yeah, your sixty sunscreen should go on your face and your chest. Yeah, because what what is it? What is the thing like? Your face goes from your forehead to your nipples. Is that yes? Like, that's how you should be treating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember where we where we read I that. Think that, but was that on, was I think that was on TikTok or something like that. I, I don't know, or or an Apple or like an Apple News story right, or yeah. something. But like, if you do your moisturizer from your forehead to your nipples, and then you do your body cream from your neck to your toes, you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. 
moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Right. Don't 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 be mean to your skin. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see what the next decade brings because there's been a lot of learning, there's been a lot of change, there's been a lot of new things in the last 10 years. And I feel like I'm even braver now. Mm, yeah, I would, I would say. And not like for stupid things. No. I don't feel restricted by expectation. Yeah. Well, you've, you're at a point in your life now where you've accomplished a lot. You're establishing your career. You've raised some children. Mm-hmm. You got that starter marriage out of the way. <laughs> you know, you've, you've done some things. <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> so I think now you can, you can enjoy the fruits of that labor where now you can you have all the ingredients in place to live the life the way you want it to be without resting on my laurels yeah i mean you're always going to work harder to be better Mm -hmm. but you in society's eyes you've accomplished enough things that that pressure is taken off of you yeah fuck society yeah (laughs) (laughs) how are you feeling about the next 10 years how do you feel your next that, 10 that years? we're in different decades again? we are in different decades for the first time since we first met yeah um yeah fine i mean god damn it you look <laughs> incredible <laughs> Thank you. and and nothing seems to have slowed down no. with you in the time that i've known you and i don't imagine that like the edge of the cliff is just a few days away so I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm 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 loving this state of mind that you have and this feistiness for life that you exhibit. I think I don't think these these next 10 years are going to dampen that at all. It doesn't hurt to have a partner who isn't constantly feeling threatened or trying to extinguish or shooting on me. Right. Yeah. I don't think we should on each other. No, no, no. No. So thank you. Yeah, no for should that. play. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. uh. On that well, note, happy birthday! <laughs> thank Bee. you, thank you, Dante. To many, many more. And this has been a lovely trip. I'm so glad that we could bring this to the brave ones. Yeah. And as always, hopefully, the first of many on the road episodes that we can do. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of when we started this, and or started thinking about this. This was one of the features that we wanted to do and then <laughs> we weren't allowed to travel anywhere yeah unfortunately so. the u.s border is still closed for us for another month yeah. so that's sad so we're we're still planning it we're trying to get down there all of our american friends yeah we y- just y'all wait. know who you are yeah a little while longer uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably gonna be next summer yeah <laughs> but yeah and thank you for this little talk and and being who you are it's been it's been quite a ride Thanks, B.